these late night and early morning calls. She brushed back long blonde hair and frowned. You gotta go in? Yeah, dead body out on Stringtown Road. Be home when I can make it. Hardy let out a sigh as he dressed. Sometimes he hated it here, where their whole police force was four officers and the chief. City council kept trying to cut one man. The mayor said, how many cops do you need to handle a huge town like Forest Glen of 3,000 people? Hardy could have gone to Portland, got into a real police department, maybe moved up. But no, he had to stay in his hometown and be a small potatoes cop. One traffic light hick town. The problem was, he loved this little burg, and he had been born here. Hardy Jones was two inches under six feet, sturdy, strong upper body, and had weightlifter's arms. His face was cut from old leather, with a solid chin, small nose, and darting, always-moving green eyes. He kept his dark hair barbered to the proper law enforcement length. Twenty minutes later, Officer Jones wheeled his blue two-year-old Ford to the side of the road behind Chief Sanderson's city cruiser and hurried up to five people in a field just off Stringtown Road. Jones shook his head as he read the scene. A boy, maybe sixteen to nineteen, naked, on his back, and with deep purple ligature marks on the front of his throat. Chief, I checked on the way out. Most of this road is in the city limits. It extends out to the sewage treatment plant, so it's our jurisdiction. Chief Sanderson scowled. He was fifty next month, twenty pounds overweight, thinning black hair with touches of gray, and a perpetual grimace designed to keep people at a distance. It worked. He had been a cop in Portland for twenty years, came out to this small town to slow down a little. For sport, he was a bow and arrow hunter, bagged his first two-point buck last fall. I called the county sheriff's office. They're sending out two detectives and their two-man forensics team. Let's get back away from the scene so we don't mess up any clues that might be here. Looks clean to me, so we won't have squat to go on. Jones saw day shift officer Al Turley talking to a man in his twenties holding a bike. Turley would get what the finder knew and put it in his report. Officer Jones took another look at the victim's face. It was unmarked. Oh, wow, Chief, I know the kid. He's Willie Haskins, the high school football quarterback. His picture was in the paper last week. Oh, yeah. I've seen him play. It was good. Not much else to watch around here but high school sports. Half the town was there Friday night. Kid threw a great touchdown pass. The chief answered his cell phone and put it away. The county will send out an assistant medical examiner, so we wait for him. The chief, Jones, the two day shift cops, and the biker moved back twenty yards from the body. The two day officers went back to their assigned duties. The biker talked with the chief a minute, then rode off. Jones brought his brows down to half-hood his eyes. It was a bad habit, and telegraphed that he was deep in thought. Chief, you remember who the kid's dad is? Yeah, he runs the hardware store, Lawson Haskins. Think we should call him to come take a look, see if we can get a positive ID? Chief Sanderson kicked at the weeds and swore softly. This is the part of the job that I hate. You're sure that that boy is Willie Haskins? On a stack of Bibles, he was street drag racing and reckless driving a month ago. I caught him and his license was suspended. Chief Sanderson nodded and took out his cell phone. 
Two cars growled up to the side of the road and the county troops bailed out. Two detectives in suits, the sheriff himself in uniform, and an assistant M.E. with his little black bag. The two-man forensic team came out of the second car with stakes and crime scene tape and their bag of tools. They staked out a twenty-yard circle around the body and went to work. The M.E. knelt beside the body, turned it over, and then back. Only signs of violence are two minor contusions on his head and the ligature marks on his throat, the M.E. said. Preliminary has to be strangulation. I'll give you something definite after the autopsy tomorrow. What about the time of death? Hardy asked. The M.E. hesitated. Not sure. Give you a range figure. From the rigor mortis setting in, I'd say the death came at about 2 to 3 a.m. Could go two hours earlier. Chief Sanderson and the sheriff talked. The sheriff had been a field cop for 20 years and couldn't keep away from the big cases. He carried...